Thanks for listening and subscribing and reviewing DIY for business. I just went ahead with that reviewing thing right up front there. Yeah, started up early. <laughs> exactly. It's it's Russ and Greg with you. Greg, how was your weekend? Oh, thanks for asking. I got to go down to Las Vegas and celebrate my daughter's birthday. Nice, uh, got to nice. watch her perform. She's you know dancing for the university down there at the football yeah, game. I saw but- some of the photos. That's great. Yeah, awesome. she was she was right front in the middle doing her routine, and uh, yeah. the team won. It was a very exciting football game. Everybody was into it. Uh, had a great time. And then you know, what would it be in Vegas without feasting somewhere? <laughs> so yes, we went, yeah. Yes. So we went to an all-you-can-eat hot pot restaurant, and you know, oh my gosh, so nice, good. so nice. good. What What's funny about either one of us when we go on vacation it's like we don't check on each other and say oh hey how's the podcast going or hey how's work or how's this how's... it's always like i just ate this <laughs> and i had some epic meals this trip i, I really yeah, did, did. I, I had an order of nachos that was just outrageous and just some nice. local taqueria in a strip mall that had you know no big deal but my goodness yeah, it was, it was an amazing, <laughs> amazing plate of nachos because you know why? The, the chips were light. They, were, they weren't too heavy and thick, but it held mm. up the meat, right? It didn't nice. break. It was the perfect, nice. perfect combination. Anyway, yeah. I loved it. I hate the, the chips that break. That's just wrong. Well, that, yeah. That should be illegal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just not cool. But – I don't want chips that are so heavy and thick that it's right. like, you know, it's like bread or something. I, I don't yeah, Well, want then you can't, you can't eat as much. You can't yeah. eat as much as the other stuff because you're filling up on chips. Yeah, this is going to shock you, Greg, but guess how I do nachos? Well, <laughs> 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 I'm to ask now. How do you make nachos, bro? No, I, no, how do I make them? I, oh, I how make do you them make the, nachos? Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, that, that's actually a funnier question, but um, – okay. <laughs> In in the smoker, of course. Oh, so I, yeah. I put a tray in the smoker with the chips, and then all the cheese gets melty. It's like, and the the you know you take it out, you got hot chips, melty cheese, and then all the yeah. good stuff on top. It's amazing. And I did send you a picture of my brisket grilled cheese sandwich. That was yeah, that thing. That thing looked cool. With that Texas, was on Texas toast. Oh, oh, that, yeah. that was that was a good one as well. Oh, yeah. but I, I had to go I eat after share, that one. I got to share my flight story back from Vegas with you. Okay, so. Okay. As usual, when I'm flying back from Vegas, I'm pretty tired, right? So I'm just just sitting in my chair. I want to like catch a few minutes sleep and I'm just putting my head back. And all of a sudden behind me, I hear some guy just chatting up the two ladies next to him. I could tell they're strangers. They're chatting up. And he, (laughs) he was a contractor and he spent the whole flight pitching that he wanted to do the bathrooms, that he wanted to redo the bathrooms. He had a captive audience. Oh, they weren't going God. anywhere. And he spent an hour and a half straight of oh. talking to them about their bathrooms. And, you know, oh, my gosh. It was interesting wow. because I love sales. And I, I was interested in hearing his pitch. And after maybe 15, 20 minutes of it, I'm going, give it up, dude. All right. Mm. <laughs> they don't want to listen to you anymore. But he nice. kept going. Okay. So he kept going. By the last five minutes. He closed the deal. He, <laughs> he closed the deal. Literally, as we were landing and pulling up to the gate, he closed oh. the deal. He got the phone number. He scheduled the meeting. 
for for later this week, he is actually going and wow. doing the uh, the estimate. So uh, you know what? Credit to him. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Greg, bringing bringing this up, I thought this was going to be this disaster story, right? Like this guy talks to somebody on a plane, he's chatting him up the whole time. The people are just annoyed, and then you know, finally, he just gives up. That's what I thought the story was going to be. But the story that you just told means that everybody listening to this podcast. They're going to go on planes and start talking to people. I've got it. I just booked an 11 hour flight and <laughs> I want to make to 10 sales in 11 hours. Oh, you just gotta keep I'm just going to go things. from chair to chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want some, some, some peanuts? Okay. Well, do you want this? Do you want, you want to buy advertising on our podcast? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, it's no. appropriate that I just had that experience because we have Sarah Phillips with us. She is a master sales coach for Superior Performance Coaching, and she could t- she could give us her feedback on what I just experienced. But before you do that, Sarah, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I am so excited to be here with y'all to start with. Thank you so much for having me. I love coming and, and talking to people and sharing, so thank you. Well, thank you for being here. joining us. And um, yeah, I am a master sales coach. I have been selling literally almost since the womb. I started selling when I was nine years old. <laughs> okay. And um, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, which sales school do you belong to? I don't. I, I belong to the Sarah Phillips Sales School. Um, I'm very <laughs> much self-taught. I've pulled things from different people, but basically. The bottom line for me is that sales is connecting people with what they want. You get to serve people. And that's that's the bottom line. And so it's not some big, ugly creature that a lot of people make it out to be. Um, it's You get to look at things in a different way and understand that you are really performing a valuable service for the other person. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of the long and the short of it for me. I've been, um, you know, I've taught sales teams. I've taught them to sell everything from windows and siding to pools to dating services, funeral plots. I did that one time, you know, wow. pretty much everything that you can name I have sold because the reality is that sales is sales. Right. It doesn't matter. It's understanding the process that, that counts. I heard that the funeral plots is a dead industry now, though. <laughs> well, you know, it is true, but there are people dying to get in the cemetery. So, okay. <laughs> you know, so I told this story about, you know, the airline flight and, and what this guy, you know, he had a, you know, he had these two women that were sitting next to him. And you have a really cool concept. It's called the three foot rule. Now, in, in the case of the story that I just told, it was the three-inch rule because literally you're, you know, in the, in the plane seat, you're just shoulder to shoulder. There's no room. But tell everybody about the three-foot rule, and really, this is what this guy did. Yeah, the three-foot rule is, you know, depending on obviously what it is that you're offering, but you know, my rule is like, you know, my most recent sales job prior to starting um, my coaching business was in health insurance. Well, who needs health insurance? Everybody. So everywhere I went, I would just start having conversations with people about whatever. And I would just listen for an opportunity. 
You know, it really is. It's not, you know, <laughs> you know, for, uh, for years, I, I taught people who thought that selling was a, I was in a, an MLM in the Amway business and I would have to teach my folks that, you know, it's not going and hiding behind the potted plant at the mall and jumping on them and trying to sell <laughs> to them. It's, it's really just getting curious about people. Just start finding out about who they are and what they want in life. And okay, if you can offer them that, that's great. And if you can't, there's 99% chance that you can offer them some type of resource to help them get to the next level. So it's a win-win no matter what. Yeah. You know, people have said I was good at sales, like early on, like early on people were like, oh, you're great at sales. But I, I don't think I am. I think I'm I'm great at talking to people. (laughs) I like the, I like the conversation and I, and I, so I I totally, I've, I've done what you're talking about where it's like, I would have long conversations with people, get to know them. And then once you, that's, first of all, that's, that's building trust. That's doing all those things, but it's also just, it's fun for me. Uh, The thing that was never fun for me was the whole cold calling thing. Like, uh, and, and that I think is a hurdle for a lot of people. And since that's typically a start of a, a process in sales for a lot of people, like what do you, what, what advice do you give people, uh, for the whole cold call thing? Well, that's funny that you would ask that. Cause for years I was a telemarketing manager for mm. a, uh, business consulting firm. Oh, okay. What we did was we cold yeah. called all day long. And, you know, my, the way that I trained them, the way that I did it myself was again, just getting curious. I would call up and I'm like, Hey, I'm wondering if you can help me out. Who is it that I would need to talk to, to do whatever people always want to help you. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I have found that most people who don't like cold calling feel like they need to walk in the door selling. And you tend to see people as targets when you do that. But when you see that other person as a human being with wants and needs and start understanding their personality, then you know how to serve them because, mm-hmm. you know, even the, like the gate com- keeper at a company, that's their job. That's what they're getting paid for is to insulate mm-hmm. their boss from, from not talking to people that they don't want to talk to. Mm-hmm. But if you can befriend that person and help them achieve their goals, they're going to be much more open to that used to blow people's mind how quickly I could get past the gatekeeper. Well, it was because <laughs> I was helping them reach their goals. They mm-hmm. were like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're definitely somebody my boss would want to talk to because you solve problems. Right. And so, don't you find that the best way to solve their problems is ask questions to identify what those problems are? It's it's really a technique, just asking the right questions and listening to know where to go next with the, the response. But if you don't ask the questions and you just assume, oh, you need this, you need what I'm selling, that's when you're going to get shut down. Yeah. But if you ask oh, the question, yeah. what do you guys need? then that just opens up a, a whole variety of answers that could open doors for the next line, the, you know, the next part of the conversation. It's funny because I swear, I, I think you guys have been like bugging my house 
<laughs> because of the things that you're saying. Because I literally just finished last week writing my first book on sales. And one of the chapters is called Questions Are the Answer. <laughs> Questions are always nice. the answer. It, you know, just get curious about people. Well, yeah, you know, well give us a sneak peek of that chapter. Tell us I'm a little sorry? bit more about that chapter. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it is, you know, it is exactly what you say. We go in and we make assumptions that we don't need to make. The best way to find out what someone's problem is, is to say, hey, where are you having challenges at? You know, I spoke to somebody today and I was like, you know, okay, you know, what's going on with you? Where are your challenges at? He was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with what I'm delivering, but now it's time for me to grow my company. I need to, to, oh, okay, great. Well, where are you experiencing challenges in that? And so he shared his experience with me. It was, for me, it's, it is a sales technique, but it's not. I'm curious. Where are you at? Because, yeah. and part of it is for me that I get to go in and say to somebody, what do you want? Where, what's in the gap? And what is your next step? so that I can help you get there, whether it's with what I do or somebody else. Nice. Okay. I, I've got, this is like always the problem with like, because um, really these podcast things are very similar to what you're talking about, right? Like I'm listening in and then I'm coming up with questions of things that I want to know. Problem is I'm coming up with too many questions. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I think what I need is a second here. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Uh, I'm going to come up with my, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out what to ask next. Uh, and uh, While we're doing that, you're going to listen to, uh, I don't know, probably a commercial from like Disney or HBO or something. Go check that out. We'll be right back with more DIY from this. All right. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing. The second time I've mentioned reviewing here, uh, DIY for business. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm dropping little clues. Um, please make sure you do that. It does help. Hey, we are part of the Best Business Network and Electricast Media. We're very proud to be a part of that. Both of those places, uh, uh, Best Business Network is on Electricast Media. So it all kind of works out there. You can go to electricast.com and they've got all the podcasts, all the different networks. And I hear they've got some new cool cover art up there too for you to check yes, out all the networks do. i mean come on yes. this thing is so cool so please do go go check that out um i know because i'm the one that put it up okay uh, <laughs> we were talking sales questions i wrote down a bunch of questions but the the big one here and one of the problems that i've had when managing salespeople is sometimes okay i i, I give the exact advice that you're giving right like you know what be curious ask questions um like do those things and, and be, you know, honestly interested in them. And then, you know, like you, you have the salesperson go out there and then two weeks later, they've got a ton of friends and no sales. <laughs> like what, what do you do to those people? And, and when they're doing that and, and how do you turn it from that developing the relationship and in, in inquiry to an actual like transaction? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And yes, that, that, that happens more frequently than people like to admit that they, <laughs> they become um, what Zig Ziglar called professional visitors. Yes. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not a professional visitor coach. So basically what I will do with them at that point is start talking to them about, okay, what problems did you solve for them? Mm. And they'll go, what do you mean? Okay, when when you leave every appointment, I want you to be able to tell me what was their number one problem, what's their what's in the gap, and what's the next best resource for them to go to. And if you can't tell me that, then we get to go in and do some more training because <laughs> yeah, right. you, you didn't understand where it was. And that's not in a negative sense. That's just in you know, I want them to go in with the goal in mind of, yes, you want to ask questions. Yes. You want to be curious, but there's a point to the questions. And one of the things that I train people is, is as I was saying right before the commercial, I always set up a win-win and my win-win is this. When I walk in, the only thing I care about at the end of that call is does the person I talk to have a solution to take their next step towards greatness. Hmm. As long as I accomplish that, they win, I win. Yeah. And if they don't have a solution, then we both lose. Right. So it really comes down to what problem did you help them solve? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are there as a supporter and a helpmate to your client you get to help them solve their big problem. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what I do with people um, is based on personalities. It is, um, there's, it's an entire system. It's the only scientifically proven system out there that increases sales up to like 300%. And it is based on understanding what people's values are. And creating, imagine walking into a client and asking them, you know, telling them all about, Oh, we're going to make this much money. We're going to do this and this and this and this and this, and their value has nothing to do with money. Mm -hmm. So that's an important component of that as well is, do you understand the values of the person that you're talking to? And there's a whole science behind that and Mm -hmm. a whole system that I teach behind that. But yeah, it's very important. Yeah, I want I want to dig further into that because I'm a, a huge proponent of understanding who your audience is and understanding what personality types there are. Right, everybody kind of has their own system. Are they analytical or are they you know all that kind of stuff? Right, but it's kind of like your value system and it's, it's very personality based. But you're going to treat a different personality differently if you're a good salesperson. Right, you're going to roll with what your audience is, and you're going to talk the language that they understand, and they want to hear the content. Because if you're talking numbers to somebody that's really emotional and is emotional buyer, it's not going to work, right? They're, the numbers are just going to go right over their head. It's not going to affect them one bit towards buying whatever you're trying to sell. Yeah. So, how do you teach people to identify the right personalities and how to deal with that personality? That is a fabulous question. There is a whole system um, that I teach. It's called Bank. And it actually, um, with four cards in 90 seconds, you can literally decode any person on the planet and find out what their values are. And now 
once you figure that out, everything becomes easy. Because like you said, if you're talking to somebody who wants to hear numbers and you're trying to sell them, you know, as a matter of fact, one of that reminds me of um, one of my friends that's uh, that teaches with me. She is um, what we call an A personality, an action personality. This entire system, by the way, is exactly like DISC and Brig Myers, only totally different. <laughs> okay. It's the same, but not. Because those systems are all there to teach you how you interact in the world. This system was reverse engineered. It was actually taking what people's values are and what makes them buy and built backwards Hmm. so that it gives the power to the salesperson. But they have the ability to go in and identify if I'm walking in the door knowing that you're somebody like my friend who's in action. Now, actions are those people that they they want money. They want to live the big life. They want everybody to look at me, look at me. They want to be on the red carpet. They want the exclusive treatment. She said, my very favorite person I've ever met in my whole life is I went in this glasses store and she read me like a book. And she said, I bet you'd like to see the Gucci glasses, wouldn't you? And she was like, yes, yes, I would. She said, I didn't even ask how much they were. I didn't even care. Okay. That's a totally different person than talking to somebody who is going to want to read consumer reports, look at all the the safety studies on the glasses and the performance level. And if you talk to those two people the same way, you're going to get two totally different results. And the remarkable thing is when, when all this started coming together for me, is when I realized that the average salesperson will close between 20 and 30% of sales. Y'all heard that statistic before? Industry-wide. No, I've never heard that. Yep. Industry-wide, the sales profession will close between 20 and 30%. Interesting. Well, guess how many uh, person- different personalities there are? Four. Mm, now, does cool. that make, number make sense? Uh, so, do you, so does that mean somebody like just you. knows how to sell to one type of audience? Yep, exactly. It is Tony Robbins said, let your prospect determine your program, your presentation, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he meant. So there are four different types of personality. How many pitches do most salespeople have? One. One. <laughs> yeah. So do you understand why now we're selling between 20 and 30%? Mm-hmm. So if you can capitalize, figure out this, use this system to identify who those people are, what their value system is, and do the presentation geared towards that personality style. You've now gone from serving one personality style to serving four. You have just increased your sales percentage by 300% (laughs) simply by understanding that each person gets a a presentation based on their personality style. You know, in going back and thinking, I'm just like, I'm going through my head right now of my, my Rolodex from Back when I was doing like radio sales back in the 90s, when when radio was a thing, uh, it's this thing that's in your car it, uh, when you don't plug in your phone. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was doing this this radio sales thing 
thinking about my clients, I would always think, man, I could have like a dinner party with all of my clients. Like I could have an event with all of my clients because they would all get along. I have some really cool clients. But now I'm thinking, well, shoot, if I had done this, I would have had more clients. It would have been more diverse group of audience, but that's probably why all my clients were pretty darn similar. That's exactly why they were all similar because Mm -hmm. they were all buying the same presentation. Whereas, and the ironic thing is that when you do that, what you are doing is you are convincing this client that they need what you've got, but you're handing the money to a competitor who sells in their style. Mm -hmm. Right. You are literally handing money, more money away than you are keeping. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna follow up on this though. So now, okay, so I did the radio sales, right? And then I did, I ran my own business. Now here's the thing: when when running my own business, I did it for uh, 13 years, and I loved my clients. Like my clients were awesome. They like occasionally I'd get some client that was kind of like, okay, that's that's not the best client. I I I, I want to fire this client, right? But for the most part, I had really good clients that I enjoyed serving. Is that because in a way I was choosing my clients because of the way I did my presentation or the way I did my marketing? Like h- how did that work out? Yeah. What's your opinion? Absolutely. And that yeah. is exactly why. That is why most people say, I love my customers. Mm. Because they are selling to people who are just like them. So if you don't love your customers, it means you're a better salesperson because you're selling (laughs) to people that you really don't really care for, but you figured out how to sell them. That is a possibility. (laughs) However, when you, when you, when you understand them, then you fall in love with all different types of customers. Uh, because you now understand why they make the decisions. Like, have you ever been in a presentation and you seriously wanted to gouge your eyes out of your head? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because they're a totally different personality. But if you could understand why they are presenting the way they're presenting, you're like, mm. oh, that's why. Because, you know, mm-hmm. they're a blueprint. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Right. And you fall in love with them in a different way. Right. Right. That, that, this is all like, so like interesting. Uh, unfortunately we're going to step away for, for just a minute here, but I, I've got a list of questions still, Greg, you, you I, I do too. <laughs> I do, you too. do. All right. We love the topic of sales. We're going to continue the conversation right after this. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming back to DIY for Business. Russ and Greg with you. And we're lucky enough to have Sarah Phillips, a master sales coach uh, for Superior Performance Coaching. And and before the break, we were talking a little bit about loving your audience and diversifying your style and your presentation to deal with whoever you're selling to. But I figured out a hack. And I think this hack will work based on some of your uh, sales principles. Okay, Sarah, but I want to run this by you. I want to run this by you. So let's say that I'm a good salesperson, but not a great. I'm I'm really good with 
emotional sales, right? I, I get, I tell stories, I get people into it and stuff like that, but I'm bad with numbers. I'm bad with drivers, right? All, all the different personality types I'm not good with. What if I made sure all my presentations were to potential clients that were emotional buyers? So I only had to do one presentation or one style of presentation, but I had the perfect audience every single time because I weeded out the ones that I wasn't good at selling. What do you think of that idea? You absolutely could do that. There's actually a way to use the system that I have so that when you are writing advertisements, you are appealing to only that type of audience. Yeah. Now we're talking. When you are writing emails. uh, The other thing that I love with the system that we use is that if somebody sends you an email, You can literally take that, put it in some AI that we have, press a button, know exactly what code that's written in. Say, okay, I want to respond, write an email back, and it will tell you, yes, this is going to land with that client. (laughs) No, you better try that again because this is not going to land with them at all. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. I I, I like that. Okay, I'm going to need to figure out what that software is (laughs) because... I I want that. Do they make a, a husband and wife version? of that. Uh, actually, that, it, it, I'm telling you, you're listening in my house. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the AI. Sides. It's not me. I promise. To the system. One is sales. The other is the relationships. Oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> it will literally help you to understand other people in a way that you've never understood them before. For example, blueprints, which is what I am, Um, we are people who, we love systems. We love processes. Everything has to be step by step. You can, and by the way, you can actually hear when you learn the system. I I always give everybody the test if they're available to it, but, um, you know, that doesn't always happen. So you can actually listen to people and hear things. Like if you hear someone say, first, I need to explain this to you. That's a blueprint right there. Mm Hmm. If you hear somebody keep saying, I love, I love, I love, let's connect, let's, that's a nurturer. Right. Okay. So there are clues in the way people dress. There are clues in the way people speak, the words that they use, the way that that, I I literally can pull somebody's profile up on LinkedIn. I did it today. I pulled his profile up. I'm like, oh, there's an action (laughs) because it, it was just obvious in their appearance. So nice. it's it's a fascinating science. Yeah. Well, you know, Russ isn't really uh, how, is listening in on your conversation in your house, but his last name is Alexis. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one of those in my house, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't think you did. Probably, probably smart. <laughs> no, but my phone does it. Oh, yeah, right? Because yeah. I can talk about something mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'll start getting ads popping up and I'm like... Where is this yeah. coming from? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've actually, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Now you're listening to us, but we, we've got a guest that's coming up at, at later in this uh, season that's going to talk about that. That's going to give oh, us cool. like the insight on that, which is kind of cool. So, it's a, it's a little scary, but everybody's curious one. about it. That's the yeah. thing. Everybody's going, how yeah. did they know? My phone, I mean, I wasn't talking to my phone, but yet, the, sure enough, I got the ad. Right, the funny it. thing is, I wanted to book that guest. They just called me. 
It was so weird. Oh, like, no, no, I, just, <laughs> I was talking about him and they called me. Yeah. So, okay. So you mentioned a, a, a few of the terms. You said the, the blueprint, action, nurturer. So you, you said four, right? What's the fourth? Yep. The fourth one is knowledge. That's the one that wants all the facts and figures and reads consumer reports. And, gotcha. And, uh, you know, they, they want all the data. Okay. Okay. Yep. So uh, have you, I'm curious now, and I, I don't know which one. Greg and I fall into here, but based on our questions, our conversations, what are we in the, and what in we're the, wearing? You on, can see us putting on the spot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes. So you are an action. I, I'm an action. Okay. You are an action. Absolutely. And you are, I would say either a blueprint or a nurturer. And you're, point, and you're pointing to no, that, you're, you're the you're, you're yes, the blue you're yes. the blueprint and nurturer. Yep. Me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I would yep. and then define blueprint again. I blueprint got the nurturer. The one that likes processes. We like everything step by step. We like um, blueprint is we live in the box. Okay. Actions live outside the box. Okay. Nurturers, they want to recycle the box to use it some other way. Mm. And oh. the knowledge are the ones who engineered the box in the first place. So I'm <laughs> living in the box, but I'm moving stuff around in that box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm reorganizing the box on, on ongoing. Greg, just move the box. And, I mean, come and, on. And, and, <laughs> so you're a blueprint also? I am a blueprint, I'm action. yes. I, and uh, I am a blueprint okay, nurturer. Okay, ah, so then, okay. Hey, you and me right there. Yeah. They're looking exactly. at each other. That's it. I, I feel good it. about life right now. Yep. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. So uh, it is, it, but it is a fascinating world. And it is the it, one of the things that we're focused on is one world, one language. And this is the common language. Um, it is, we, it is the ability to communicate because literally if I'm not speaking your language, as a matter of fact, one of the best testimonials I've ever had to this system was I went on um, a podcast with a gentleman. This is my second time being on his podcast. And I started talking about this system and he said, so you're an action like me, right? And I went, uh, no, that's my lowest code. And he Hmm. was like, I would have bet my life <laughs> that you were in action just like me. I said, because I've mastered the system and I now know how to get along with you. And he was uh-huh. like, holy cow. So yeah, <laughs> needless to say, he's a client now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, okay. Is there, is there a test available online for somebody to figure out which, which one they are? Yeah, they can actually go to, um, and, and I don't have the link handy, but they can email me directly, and I'd be happy to send a link. Um, it, the, the best email to reach me is Sarah, S-A-R-A, at superiorperformancecoaching.biz. Okay, okay. Because I, I feel like- and say, hey, can you send me that test? done. I feel like it's important to understand who you are first, yeah. right? Like, so yeah. you've got to, that's the first step in this whole process. And then it's yeah. figuring out the rest of this stuff. Okay. Well now if yeah. I'm an action, then I need to do this and this and this and this, I guess what I just said now, what I just said, I guess was very action, wasn't it? Huh. It was very action. 
Because you're ready to move right now. Let's get it going. Let's go. And by the way, when when you get the rep- when you do the the test, you actually mm-hmm. get a um, a full report that goes with it. That normally we charge ninety seven dollars for it, but because it's your listeners, and if they'll e- email me directly, I will give you that for free. Ah, oh, thank you for doing that. That was absolutely, so nurturing of you. Absolutely. <laughs> Now I'm just having fun with it. <laughs> okay, so uh, we should plug we should plug your website here. And if somebody wants, if somebody's listening, they want to work with you. How do they do that? Where do they go? What do they do? Yeah, you can reach me at that that same email address, sara at superiorperformancecoaching.biz, and just say hey, you know, um, and I will I will give a ten percent discount to any of your listeners who decide to work with me. But if they just want to do a discovery call and find out, Hey, what's my next step in life? You know, what, mm-hmm. where, where can I go next? I always do a complimentary um, strategy call to say, Hey, this is where you're at. This would be my suggestion for the next thing. And I always give a bunch of really, really valuable tips. I do a lot of my marketing on LinkedIn and I give some serious that I, that I paid I don't want to tell you how many thousands of dollars to learn, but <laughs> yeah. I share that I share them freely with others. Awesome, awesome. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us and uh, helping us, you know, dig into this. I, I I really enjoy the topic of sales, not not as much as Greg. Greg loves this topic, so Greg, this especially this was when I'm like talking to another blueprint. I mean, come exactly, on. exactly. This is a huge win. So, thank you for joining us. That's why you love action. That's why you love sales, by the way, because you're in action. Actions love sales. Blueprints, uh, not so much, generally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> well, Greg loves it, though. So I, I, I do know. love sales. I do love sales. <laughs> I, I love hey. conversation. I love, I love, like you said, Sarah, I love problem solving. I've said that a number of times on this show before. That's yep. what gets me going, is I love problem solving for people. Yep. That's the nurturer in you. Yep. You got it. You got yep. it. <laughs> all right well as an action i have to hit the the closing music here so sir thank you so much for joining us and for those listening thank you for listening and subscribing and i'm gonna say it a third time here reviewing diy for business a part of the best business network and electrocast media hey the subjects that we cover on this podcast are selected with the goal of helping your business grow all the information provided is opinion based and you might want to consult a professional to discuss your exact business situation greg and i want your company to succeed and we are happy to take your questions we did a whole episode on that a couple weeks ago that was fun Uh, we got to do another one of those because we've got more questions coming in we actually had one come in yesterday. We'll, we'll talk about that in a future episode. But anyway, <laughs> Greg and I, we, we want your company to succeed. We're happy to take those questions. So please do so. Head over to DIYforbusinesspodcast.com and submit your questions. We thank you again for listening, subscribing to DIY for Business, where you are not alone. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast Networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. 
Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid.